are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you today? I'm great. How you doing, man? A lot of action in the league right now. A lot of action, yes. it's. I'm ready for it. We've been looking forward to this uh, for a while now. We've had a little bit of a quiet period, especially with no combine. The the pro days are starting, but they're, they're, they're pretty quiet. We're not hearing too much about those, and, and they're they're kind of spread out as well. But we, we've got some big contracts. We've got uh, key players getting tagged. We've got some uh, uh, just as really just as interesting, maybe the players who did not get tagged and potentially will be moving on. And, and Matt, that's what, that's what we've got to start with here because there, there are some serious dynasty implications with all of these players. Of course, on yesterday's show, this is, this is how things go for us, Matt. This is just the timing of things. We talk about Dak Prescott. We talked about how important it was for C.D. Lamb and and Ezekiel Elliott to get Dak Prescott back. And of course, as soon as we wrap up recording that episode, we get the news that Dak is back for four years uh, on a big payday. Uh, What what were your initial takes on that? Uh, I'm assuming you weren't surprised by that news. Uh, I, I was actually... The only surprise for me was that he didn't get more money. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it that way. I thought, wow, that's a pretty big payday. I wasn't okay. blown away by the dollars or anything. But um, I, I guess it, it, it didn't shock me. I mean, I think this is a move that Dallas has to make. I mean, right. it, 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 it's, it is what it is. You don't let a quarterback like that leave unless it's weird Deshaun Watson-like circumstances. And Houston's doing everything they can to keep their guy. So... This doesn't surprise me at all. Jerry Jones is not afraid to spend money. Um, you know, it's a high-profile position, and you're not going to have the new cheese and those type of guys out there running, being the Dallas Cowboys quarterbacks. Um, the one thing I took away from it, though, more than anything, is, and same with the franchise tags and even a little bit of these tackle trades and things like that, is I think the owners have a pretty darn good idea of what the salary cap's going to be, and I don't think it's going to be as much of a detriment as people tend to think. I saw mention of that as well, that this deal and Jerry Jones uh, putting out this kind of money Mm -hmm. was kind of a hint that he knows what's coming, uh, whether it's the salary cap, uh, whether it's the the TV deal uh, looks like it. Right, both of those combined. So, uh, yeah, certainly a big payday. And and really everything that we've said uh, regarding C.D. Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, that entire offense, it it all hinged on Dak Prescott being back. And, and of course, he is back. He's back for four years, uh, or or at least for three years. That, That fourth year is not guaranteed, so we'll see what happens with that. But but Dak is back in Dallas, and uh, I, I think it's we're going to see all all members of that offense gain some value in the coming weeks here. I think it's going to be in contention for the best offense in the league. Yeah, I, I totally agree, and really, that's that's really what we saw the first month of the season before that injury. So I, I do think they could uh, pick up where they left off. 
in in that way. Let's move over to the tags. We got those recently as well. The of course the franchise tags. Uh, I I gotta say I was a little surprised. I had talked myself into the idea that Allen Robinson would get out of Chicago. Uh, he he requested a trade uh, last year at least once, reportedly maybe even twice. Um, didn't get the trade, and now it looks like he's not going to get out of Chicago for at least another year as the Bears have placed the franchise tag on him. And this really just comes down to who their quarterback is, right? We we need to get this guy a talented quarterback, so I hope the Bears are able to do that. Yeah, but I don't think this is good news at all for A-Rob. You know, I mean, I can't imagine it being a great situation. I'm sure he'll get a lot of targets no matter what, but... I can't see it being a high-flying offense. I mean, unless Russell Wilson somehow lands there, which I don't think is going to happen. But, I mean, I, I think this is a little bit of a bummer for A-Rob owners. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. <clears throat> the other key wide receiver to get the tag was Chris Godwin. Um, this one surprised me as well, not because I expected Godwin to leave, but uh, it, it there had been reports that the two sides were – on on friendly terms, I guess we could say, and and that a long term deal was coming, and and of course that's still a possibility. Uh-huh. Teams place the franchise tag on a player and then have a have a uh, a period of a few weeks to work out a long term deal. So that certainly could still come for Godwin, but he's not going anywhere. He'll be back in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I just think he's super important. What's a little more interesting to me is will they bring back A.B.? What's the tight end situation going to look like? I heard a blurb today that Brady wants to trade for Odell. I mean, like, what on earth is going on with that? How many receivers do you need? <laughs> you know, I mean, um, I, I did kind of like Johnson, though, down the bottom of this roster, and this doesn't help him as a, as a dynasty stash. Yeah, good point. Tyler Johnson. Yeah. Um very good call. Definitely, he could have. He was a player who could have seen a little bit of a value bump if Godwin did move on. Right, right, and not going to happen for now, at least. Some key players who did not receive a tag, and of course, uh, we won't name them all. We're talking about every every free agent, but uh, each of these players were at least rumored or uh, reportedly in consideration to be tagged by their teams. It did not happen. Let's start with. Um, maybe the biggest name uh, for dynasty players, at least Kenny Galladay. The Lions are letting him walk in free agency. I don't see any way he's back uh, with that team uh, after they choose yeah. not to tag him. And I think it's the right decision. They're they're trying to rebuild. Um, I mean, Galladay, even though he hasn't been in the league that long, is already 28 years old, I believe. So it, it, this seems like the best move for both sides here. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the best news for, for Galladay's fantasy stock, in my opinion, his dynasty stock. Already rumored that Miami's heavily interested. He can pick and choose where he goes. Um, no, Very little wear and tear on his tires last past year, but he is a little up in age, as you mentioned. So you don't think Jared Goff would have been good for, for Galladay's game, huh? Uh, I don't think anything uh... about that team is good right now. <laughs> I'm actually worried about Swift, too, like... I think they might be the worst team in the league and just be miserable on both sides of the ball. Ooh. Uh, Hunter Henry did not get tagged. Uh, I believe he got tagged a year ago, so not a huge surprise that they didn't uh, didn't make that move two seasons in a row. It certainly gets, uh, gets more costly. So Hunter Henry, 
uh, set to be a free agent. Um, I don't know. It still feels like maybe there's a chance that, that he does end up back with the Chargers. Uh, if not, maybe that leaves Donald Parham, uh, the, the the former XFL star, in for a, uh, for a larger role. Yeah, and I think Parham is very interesting. Um, I think the priority number one for the Chargers is going to be to work on the offensive line. Oh, Maybe yeah. this is good for Eckler and Williams and those guys get one more mouth out of the way, but it's definitely good for Parham. Um, I think Henry's going to be pretty highly sought after. And, and you know, Johnny Smith's the other one that's going to be on the open market. I think both those tight ends will get paid pretty handsomely. Um, I think Jacksonville's a real, real chance to land one of those two. Yeah, that's a good call. We've seen we've seen Jacksonville pay the free agent tight end before. Uh, it hasn't worked out for them yet, but one of these guys could be it for sure. Both Hunter Henry with the Chargers, Johnny Smith with the Titans. Do not get the tag. They're available. Um, and then Aaron Jones, the top available running back, does not get tagged by the Packers. Um, this this kind of went back and forth that the the potential of him returning to Green Bay, is it through a tag? Uh, I think most had given up on any kind of long-term deal with Jones, but there was the thought that they just uh, pay, I, th- I think the number was around $8 million, keep him for one more year and, and run it back. So now we're going to see Jones almost certainly land with, with a new team, but we've also got to bring in A.J. Dillon here and the potential that uh, he's now the starter for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I, I wasn't the biggest Dylan fan coming out, and I do think there's a chance Jamal Williams returns. I mean, they'd love him to do the dirty work, pick up blitzes, third down, um, grind out some tough yards here and there as well. But this is great news for Dylan, and not uh, not surprising to be honest with you. I mean, uh, I think Dylan's going to be skyrocketing up the dynasty boards right now in, in that offense. It should only get better if they happen to add a receiver. And I keep bringing up Miami, but it sounds like Aaron Jones in Miami could happen too. I think that'd be a decent landing spot. Yeah, between their their picks and their free agency dollars, Miami will be going on a spending spree this offseason. It will be fun to watch. All right, that was a quick look at the tags, uh, the players who did not get tagged, and, of course, the new Dak Prescott contract. When we come back, we will move back into our buys and sells, and we'll finish up with the AFC West. Folks, we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting best protein bar on the market for quite a while now. Uh, they're a big hitter on my house. Built Bar is amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Uh, now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. And to, today's matchup, how about this, is, you know, you, you can match up all these different Built Bars and battle it out between the two of them, which one you like best and all that good stuff, too. Um, my family loves the peanut butter ones, to be honest with you. There, there's a lot of them that are big fans in, in our house. The cherry bricotta is another one that people like a lot here. So here's what you got to do. Go to BuiltBar.com or at built under underscore bar on twitter use our promo code locked on 20 that's a new promo code folks so locked on 20 20 at the end to get 20 percent off your next order that's locked on 20 to get 20 percent off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar of all 
Today on the Locked On Today podcast, Selection Sunday is a week away and there will be a number of ACC teams left out of the tournament. What went wrong in the ACC this season? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast. Matt, over our last three episodes over the past couple of weeks, we've been looking at buys and sells for Dynasty Leagues, one player from each uh, from each division, and we're finishing up with the AFC and NFC West today. We'll start in the AFC, and we'll start with you. Who is the player from those four teams that you are buying? Yeah, unlike the East, there was a lot of guys I was interested in here I'm a, kind of sneakily been buying up Mike Williams stock a little bit. I, I like Brian Edwards from the Raiders, but I had to jump on Austin Eckler. And I just think that Joe Lombardi coming over from the Saints and an innovative coaching staff, this just screams Kamara usage as a receiver. I think Eckler, we mentioned earlier in the show, should have a better blocking, better line in front of him as well. I think Eckler is going to be a massive hit this year. I totally agree. I I flip-flopped on uh, a couple of choices. The the player I, I, I'll talk about in just a moment, but Austin Eckler was the other one. Uh, RB17 in our latest DLF ADP data, I think that's a major value. Uh, it also speaks just to the depth of the uh, the group of running backs we have now because the names around him are, are, are no slouches when it comes to either production uh, or value or, or both. And we're talking about Najee Harris right in front of him, potentially the 101 in, in rookie drafts, Aaron Jones right behind him. We just mentioned him. And, of course, he's coming off a, a pair of huge seasons. We'll see where he lands. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. I love Austin Eckler as a buy. He's, he's one of those players that, for whatever reason, and, and it, it probably goes back to um, his, his draft profile as he entered the league, basically didn't have one. No, nobody, right, right. nobody really knew who he was. Um, but because he entered the league as that undrafted free agent, those guys have uh, have a big gap to make up when it comes to um, not just dynasty value, but almost respectability from dynasty managers. So um, I think that's a big piece of what's keeping Austin Eckler down and, and really making him a great trade target. I mean, I'm super interested in him in redraft. Like there's a real good chance. He's going oh, to be yeah. my first round pick. Yeah. First round pick. If it's late. Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's aggressive. I like it though. Um, I'm going to, as I said, I, I was really debating between Eckler and this player. I went with Jerry Judy Um to me, this comes down to uh, not being a Cortland Sutton fan in general. I, I, I think I think Judy can be the wide receiver one on that team. Uh, I'm also worried about that Sutton injury. I know it was, I, according to the reports I read, it was not the typical uh, ACL tear. So I, I think there was a little bit more. Uh, hopefully, he's ready and and you know fully recovered by the time the season starts. But I'm. I'm not assuming that at this point. Uh, also, the idea that Denver's got to get an upgraded quarterback. They can't go into the 2021 season with Drew Locke as their quarterback. It just just can't happen. Um, so if they do get that upgrade, Jerry Judy's a guy I will be buying. Uh, just, just kind of a so-so rookie season. Certainly disappointing 
based on the volume he saw, uh, really, really pathetic uh, catch rate, one of the worst in the league. Uh, but I think a lot of that had to do with Drew Locke as well. I think it's a good one. I think he's super talented. He was my favorite receiver in this past draft. Quarterback play has to be better, even if it's Locke just taking a small step forward. I got to think there's at least a Andy Dalton-like competition, if not better, for you know around him. And uh, Judy, to me, doesn't scream high drop rate. I mean, I think that's where to look back at that as somewhat of an aberration in his rookie year. Yeah, I think so as well. Who are you selling from the AFC West, Matt? I went with Ruggs, and I know his, his stock's a little low. I mentioned I'm really high on Edwards. Um, my hunch is now's not exactly the time to sell Ruggs. Um, I don't think the Raiders will add another major weapon, but Gruden sees shiny things and gets excited. Assuming they don't, and it looks like Ruggs and Edwards are the starters, the clear starters, or um, you know that that becomes a little bit clearer. I think he's a guy, good guy to move on from. He's fine. I just don't think he'll ever be a high volume player. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm really worried about what we saw last yeah. year from him and. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe you chalk it up to it was just his rookie season and, and all of these things. Of course, we kind of just gave Judy a pass. Right, right. <laughs> you know. uh, of course, the the COVID impact. I don't know. I'm I'm with you. I just don't see it with rugs. I think you can still get uh, probably a late second rounder for him. That's certainly yeah. less than certainly less than what you paid. Uh, but sometimes, sometimes you just have to take that loss, and I think this is one of those cases where I would. I agree with you. I'm going to stick with that same offense. Um, I, I'm not quite selling as low as you, but uh, Josh Jacobs is a guy I'm, I'm looking to move on from. We talked about uh, some of those names we liked earlier in that range, Eckler, Harris, uh, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders also in that range. Above all of those guys, in fact, he's currently an RB1 overall um, at fin- uh, ranking at RB12 is Josh Jacobs. And I'm, I'm just not, I just can't value him that high. We've seen the injuries. We've seen limited pass game work from him. Uh, I'm, I'm flipping him for at least half a dozen running backs that are behind him in our ADP right now. If I can get Gibson, Miles Sanders, Harris, oh, yeah. Eckler, Aaron Jones, uh, I'm taking Joe Mixon or Travis Etienne for him. There's lots of trade options, in my opinion, if you have Josh Jacobs, and I'm I'm cashing out. Yeah, I love the player. You know, like, I wish he was on my favorite team. I mean, I wish he was a Steeler, don't get me wrong. But, boy, I mean, I think Gruden compared him to Cadillac Williams coming out, and that's good and bad. You know, when he's healthy, great. But, yeah. boy, he runs really hard, and he's ultra-competitive, and plays through broken shoulders and things like that. And I always thought he'd be a much more complete back. You mentioned the receiving. It just hasn't been there. And I also think, I know it was Alabama and the stable's awesome, but he was never even quite a full-time guy there. You know I mean? They always brought him off the field for certain. He was always situational, you know, to some degree coming out of school. And maybe that's just who he's going to be. Is a somewhat not that's a wrong word. I mean, because he's obviously the lead guy, but they're going to spell him. Yeah, yeah, I have those same concerns. Those names you listed behind him surprised me, though. You know, Gibson and some of those guys. I'd rather have all them, right. right? I, yeah, I'm surprised he's he's valued that highly as well. 
We are a little worried about the Raiders. We are selling Henry Ruggs and Josh Jacobs. Uh, I'd be sell- selling Darren Waller high as well at, at, at that tight end three spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're buying Austin Eckler and Jerry Judy. That's what we're doing with the AFC West. When we come back, we'll talk about the NFC West. We are also buying our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football's over, at least for now, but there's a lot of football stuff you can still bet on. Draft props, things like that. But NBA, college hoops, I mean, we got March Madness right around the corner, and NHL are on full swings as well. Uh, bet Online even covers you know reality TV, TV shows, awards, things like that. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Uh, head to the website or use your mobile device, which is super easy, and sign up today, and you receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On, all one word. So again, make sure you do that, get that 50% off, 50% welcome bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Wednesdays on Locked On NFL, take a dive into the future of your favorite NFL franchise. Tony Wiggins and James Rapian are joined every week by a Locked On draft expert to talk prospects in the upcoming NFL draft and young NFL players fresh in the league. Does your team have a premier draft pick in the 2021 NFL draft? Get everything you need Wednesdays on Locked On NFL. Subscribe to Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcast. Matt, let's finish up this series of buys and sells with the NFC West. We are talking about the Seattle Seahawks, Los Angeles Rams, Arizona Cardinals, and San Francisco 49ers. Um, I'm going to get this one started. The the Rams made the big splash early this offseason, trading for Matthew Stafford. And to me, that puts almost every member of that offense in play as a potential buy. Uh, So I went with Cooper Cup here. Of course, we've only seen him with Jared Goff. I think there's a chance we just don't know how good Cup could be, hmm. and maybe we find out, uh, find that out with uh, with Matthew Stafford under center. I also saw earlier, um, of course, with with the trades, with these some of the biggest names in the game and biggest salaries in the game, the Rams are are. And they're kind of in some trouble when it comes to the salary cap. So I saw a rumor that Robert Woods could be dumped. Uh, I don't, I don't know if that'll happen. I would be still kind of be surprised, but obviously if it does, that would be another boost for Cooper cup. And uh, just one of these guys, again, that is kind of overlooked, especially in the off season, just uh, thrown into that, that pile is, you know, he's okay, a little bit of a boring player, doesn't have the upside. I'll take that, especially if there's a discount this time of year. Yeah, I I, I hear you. I think that's going to be a really good offense, and that correlates with my buy, which is, is Acres. I mentioned yesterday, I mean, I'm all about just building with super young running backs as much as I can. I really liked what I saw from him. I loved them coming out of Florida State. I just think, you know, to your point that this offense is going to be noticeably better, that the Stafford-McVay combination is really good for fantasy everywhere. And I know Cup's not cheap and Akers really isn't cheap, but I want to get on board now before they start racking up points. 
Akers is actually in in our one quarterback ADP moved into the late part of the first round. Yeah. So if you're doing if you're doing a startup, you've got the one eleven or one twelve. Are you grabbing Cam Akers with that pick? I think that's very fair. You know, I, I wouldn't mind going Akers Dobbins or something. You know, something like that to start my team around the turn. There, I, I'm fine with that. It's funny you say that. Acres Dobbins. Acres is 12 overall. Dobbins is 13. Wow. So that's exactly how you could start your team. Uh, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill are some other players in that range as well. But uh, yeah, starting starting Acres Dobbins is certainly very tempting. Uh, and then you'll, you can just hammer wide receivers from there. Uh, let's see. So we, we are buying and I agree with you on cam Akers as well. It's, it's, it's not a buy low. It's a buy high and I'm, I'm good with it. We're buying cam Akers and Cooper cup. Who are you selling from the NFC West, Matt? I didn't have an obvious one, but I went with the Andre Hopkins. I mean, coming off yet another awesome year. I think his style of play implies that he'll fade away slow and not fall off a cliff, but I still think Christian Kirk has some potential, I absolutely think they're going to add somebody better than Kirk and probably not quite as good as Hopkins. Maybe that's even a first-round pick to eventually just, you know, not eat into Hopkins, but eventually maybe even be his successor or um, steal some targets away. I like the player a ton. I think he's probably going to the Hall of Fame someday, and he's in a good situation. Yeah. But uh, now you might you might regret not trading him a year from now. Yeah, you talked about fading away slowly. That's, uh, I guess that's what's happening with his dynasty value. He, he's not falling off a cliff. He's a mid-second rounder in our uh-huh. ADP. Uh, same exact range as Calvin Ridley, C.D. Lamb, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Antonio Gibson. He's in that same range. Uh, I think I'd probably trade him for just about any of those guys I named, uh, maybe other than other than Zeke. I'd, if we're talking older running back or older wide receiver. Matt, I, I agree. I did not have an obvious sell candidate from these four teams either. Um, I went with Debo Samuel here, and, and I like the player. I like the way he's used, uh, really, in, in all parts of the game and all over the field for the 49ers. I just I just worry about these injuries. We've seen it already as as an NFL player in his two seasons, and it it, it basically was an issue – his entire career at South Carolina. So we have seen his value fall off. Uh, he, it was really sky high this time last year, of course, before they used that first round pick on Brandon Ayuk. And, and now it's Ayuk who is the fourth rounder in startup drafts and, and Debo has fallen off quite a bit. So uh, even, even as he's losing value, I'm, I'm okay cashing out and pivoting, uh, especially if I can get a late first round or something like that, I would I would consider that move. Hadn't thought of that one because I really like the player. I love his style of play. I mean, again, you wish he was on your favorite team. But, man, I'm with you because Kittle's going to be the man. We know that. I think Ayuk's just a better football player than Samuel. You know, and I'd rather own him in Dynasty. I'd rather have him in the mm-hmm. real world. So does that leave Samuel as my third option in you know in an offense that likes to run the ball a lot? You know that, that kind of limits you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, not very exciting when you think about it in that way. Yeah, I like the player, but you're right. I mean, you throw the, the durability issues on top of that, and 
Might be time to go. From the NFC West, the Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, and 49ers, we are buying a couple of Rams, Cooper Cup and Cam Akers, selling some wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins and Debo Samuel, and that puts a bow on our buys and sells across every division. <clears throat> and that will also put a bow on our show. That is it for today. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.